Shut up and sit down. Hey, it's been a minute. It has. Uh, I'm Alex. Here, my boy Pete. This is Microbrewed Sports. Hey, what is up? Uh, is that? I'm sorry. No, this is the Case Keenum pod. Ah, fuck that. Fuck Case Keenum. Case Keenum. I'm ready to start the hate. I love Case Keenum. Uh, yeah, we missed a little stuff. Uh, we apologize. I know we got a legion of diehard fans that were right. that were ready to start a riot for us, but uh, we missed last week due to some adulting, and uh, we're we're back and we're rearing and ready to go. We are. Uh, let's start with some beers that we're drinking first. We're got something new today because yeah. I went out and picked out the beers and we could not decide which one got which because I picked out some two very interesting sounding beers. Right. So we split them in half, which I think is going to be an interesting take because we can both rate. We can both rate the beers. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I'm all about trying new beers, so. Right. So this first one I got from your roommate back in Boulder. Yeah, he did that before the pod, and I knew he was going to do that, and I'm not happy. But anyway. I'm pretty happy. Uh, yeah, Avery Brewing Company, which is a new one for me. Never tried anything by these guys. But it's out of Boulder, Colorado. And uh, this one's called White Rascal. It's a Belgian-style white ale. Mm-hmm. Ailed, brewed, or ale brewed with spices Yeah, is what we're talking about here. It's going to be yummy. Yeah, actually, this is my first sip here. It's going to be yummy. Yeah, that is yummy. How about that? All right. Can't go wrong with a Belgian-style white. Yeah. Just telling you. You're going to always enjoy it. Yeah, that was that was good. Um, luckily, I'm not done yet. Um, but we got that one, and then we have another one here that Pete's holding. Yeah. <clears throat> so from Flying Dog, which is out of Frederick, Maryland, um, I've had a bunch of their beer. I have not had this one yet. Actually, no Old Bay in this. No Old Bay, surprisingly. Yeah. However, they do have an Old Bay beer. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Um, this one is peach cobbler ale. It is six percent, and god damn it, it is tasty. Is it? Oh yeah. I think. Like, guess what it tastes like? Peach cobbler. Tastes just like a peach cobbler. <laughs> it's great. I love peach. I love cobbler. I love flying dog peach cobbler. Uh, ale. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I should attack this. If I should finish one and then you got to. I think you got to finish one. Yeah. So that my palate is cleansed. C- cleanse. Either that or sit here with a bowl of ginger like I'm eating sushi. Right. I don't think we have ginger, so finish one. <laughs> Maybe when we're both done, we'll just like quick stop, rate it quick, and then go on the next. Well, which one are you drinking? The cobbler Cob- one right now? I got the cobbler. Okay. And I'm drinking the rascal right now. All right. All right. Interesting. All right. I'm, I'm ready for this. This is fun. This is great. Also, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself, but we were talking about what are we going to do when football season winds down? And like all you got is hockey and basketball and stuff, and like the hot stove is over, which we got coming up. We do. Um, but I came up with the idea of doing a March Madness style beer bracket. Yeah. Which we could say for March Madness we want to really fit in, but we might not even do that. We'll see. But There's going to be a beer bracket. There's going to be it's a beer happen. bracket. It's going to be like How I Met Your Mother style with the girls Barney Bang. Right. And we, I'm down to even get guests in to get more opinions. I like it. And Overall, this is going to be a lot of fun. Oh. A lot of beer, a lot of fun. Yeah. I can't wait. Very excited about it. I want 64. I want the whole thing. Yeah. I want the whole nine. No, 64 for sure. We're going to have a real bracket. It's going to be great. I don't know if we'll pick them all or if we should put like... We might take requests if anyone wants to tweet at us. Yeah. Like, hey, drink this beer. Yeah. That'll be fun. So I'm looking forward to that. So right now I'm just killing time in my life until we can get to that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's still NFL things going on. There is. Awesome NFL things if you're an Eagles fan. Right. Jets fans... Eh... Standard NFL things, if you're a Standard Jets fan. NFL things. Yeah. Jetsy things are happening. <laughs> uh, let's start with the Eagles. So, quick recap of the last two weeks. We're fucking awesome. So and they there, say. And there, I'm done. Oh, okay. Um, no, I mean, we just, we're blowing people out of the fucking water. Um, I'm not going to go deep into the, what happened because everyone watched it. But, yeah. I mean, I think every Eagles fan got a lot of joy out of watching us kick the shit out of the Cowboys in particular. That game was pretty close for, what, the first half? Uh, I'd have to go back and like I think look it was at, first at all of it, but yeah, I think we were actually trailing like thirteen nine or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, and then the doors just got blown. Oh, the fuck I thought it was over. Right. Yeah, we came out of the second half fucking gangbusters. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're not even close to anybody right now. The last three weeks, 
We were outscoring teams 119 to 35. It's a big margin. Yeah, I was telling Pete, like, it's like... That's three weeks, you said? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's that's defense right there. That's that's everything. Yeah. Defense, offense. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, 119 points in three weeks. 20, did, 20 point wins. Yeah, every week. Right. No, I was telling Pete, it's like, this isn't NFL football we're watching. This is like Alabama at home against some Sunbelt team. Or, like, maybe Shippensburg decided to go to Tuscaloosa for a game. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, this is very... You don't see this happen. You don't see it a lot. I mean, unless, I mean, think of the great teams. Like, the Patriots probably did this right. in 07. You don't see a lot of 20-point wins right. in the NFL. Because they're professional teams. Yeah, usually, these guys get paid to play football. Right. They're focused, they're really good, and they typically will put up a fight. But And I, I'm getting ahead of myself, and I'm getting to that point where I'm going to get real unreasonable with the things that I'm saying. Yep. But, like, it's coming. Humor me for a second. I'm humoring. Let's say the Eagles run the table, go fifteen and one. Okay. They get home field advantage. Yep. They win two playoff games. Okay. They're yeah. in the Super Bowl. Right. The way they're blowing out teams, and maybe they don't continue to blow people out even if they run the table like that. Yeah. But the way they're blowing teams out, and they have one loss, and there's never been a nineteen and zero team. If you go into that Super Bowl in Minnesota and you beat the Patriots or whoever, mm-hmm. like. Is this the greatest team we've ever seen? Or like, oh can, my you make God. That, can you make Jesus that argument at that point? Jesus Christ. All right. They I'm... haven't done those things yet. Oh, but... God. Because oh. then you're a 15-1 Super Bowl champ oh with probably God. the biggest margin between points ever. The thing's coming out of your mouth right now. I can't even <laughs> I, I can't even process it. Holy shit. This those is things the most Philadelphia thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. You're 10-1, and, and it's we're, this is the greatest team of all time. No. Oh my god. Slow down. Please See, slow down. You're being a politician. Taking some of my things. This hasn't happened yet. I'm saying if those things happen. I can't talk about that. I can't do it. I'll get well, if we ever get there, we'll talk. Okay. Just holy shit. That was I didn't you didn't I'm glad you didn't tell me this before the pot. This was great organic <laughs> reaction here. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm not saying that You're not will saying, happen. but it sounds like you're saying. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying like I'm guaranteeing that'll happen. I expect one to two more losses. The, in the regular like the season. twinkle of fucking optimism in Alex's <laughs> eyes right now. It's unbelievable. I expect one to two more losses in the regular season, and I'm a little nervous about the the Vikings. Um, not necessarily playing them in the playoffs, but I'm nervous about them catching us for the one seed. And you know who you should be nervous about? Case fucking Keenum. Nah, fuck that. Just because we both only have one loss. And I didn't look this up before the pod, but I think I looked it up like a week ago. I think the Vikings... Or, sorry. We have one loss. They have two losses. I think they only have one NFC loss. And so, if we were to stumble and they're matching us, we don't even have the tiebreaker for better NFC record. It would go to other shit. Yeah. I don't remember what it is after that. Because we didn't play them head-to-head. No. So, I'm just not 100% on uh, the home field and everything. But I'm just saying... If we run the table, which I don't expect, but if we run the table, we get a home field advantage, we just keep knocking the doors off teams as if we're SEC teams against Sunbelt teams, and we get to the Super Bowl, I'm just saying. You okay. will hear that from me again. Okay. All also, right. I'd like to point out that I've made some very accurate things, predictions this, on this pod that got laughed at like that. Sure. Before. I hey. said the Rams were winning the division like week three. Can, can, okay, now, now let's just... There's only one game separating the two, and they play Seattle again, and Seattle beat them the first time. Right, but Seattle's losing this week, and the Rams are winning this week. Okay. So that'll be two games. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> and uh, also, Ben Simmons, I think he's at 7.2 assists per he, game, but yeah. he will finish at 8. Uh, no, that is not happening. What other smart things did I say? I said a lot of smart well, things other times. The but. 8 assist isn't happening. That's not happening. The way you it laughed at that, though, I consider it a win if he's seven point anything as well. It doesn't matter. Eight, eight is the number. It, no, he's not getting eight. You does. I don't care if he's seven point nine. It's not eight. We All talked right. eight. All right, that's fair. Eight was the number. But uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good on that one too. Well, I mean, I think you should feel good about Ben Simmons because he uh, has exceeded yeah. anybody's expectations. Right. So, and no, I can't sit here and say anything else. He's fantastic. What do right. you want me to say? Yeah. He's blowing away everybody's expectations. Yes. I'm not the only one. It's getting to the point where he's, and we're getting off topic here, but he's getting to the point where he's been so good that it's like, we do something awesome, and I'm like, yeah, all right. Like, I'm not even impressed anymore. And then he misses, like, one, like, 
elbow jumper, and I'm like, the guy can't shoot, like, in my head. You know, like, he spoiled me yeah. rotten. I still think Embiid's the most important player on your team. That's still my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, you could argue either way, for sure. I think we have two superstars, one healthy. I think that's a fair assessment. Mm. Yeah. At least, like, if you don't want to say I, they're, like... Budding, budding right. superstars. I, I just if struggle. you don't want to call them superstars at the moment yeah, because you I want just, to see more or whatever, I do. fine. And because, like, but, okay, still, we're, we played 20 games. I just want I want to see more. I agree, like, they have every... What I've seen is every... In, every ounce of what a superstar looks like, but can I just see more? Right. I think that's fair. I just don't... I'm not going to go all the way in. Right. My toe is dipped. I'm swirling around. Oh, I mean, I cannonballed the deep end a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, yeah. I mean, all signs are pointing towards sure. top, two top ten players on our team. So, that's all kinds of fun. But let's get back to the Eagles. Let's do it. So, they're kicking the shit out of everyone. Life's fun. I'm having a good time. We're at Seattle this week. I'm actually extremely happy because, well, one, it's a primetime game, so they're always a little more fun. Right. Two, it's on the road in Seattle, which carries the reputation as, like, the hardest place to play, even though they've lost two straight home games. Right. Um, and then three, like, it's Seattle, so I'm expecting at least somewhat of a test. Like, yeah. speaking to the Ben Simmons spoiling me rotten where I'm like, oh, when he misses an elbow jumper, like, the Eagles have done the same thing where... Like, me and my roommates will be sitting here, and we'll be watching football, and we'll be having a good time, and then in the third quarter, we catch ourselves, like, dicking around, talking about other shit, not paying attention, and then we're like, uh, my roommate's girlfriend, like, last week was like, I wish they would make it a close, she doesn't even watch football, really, other than yeah. when we make her here, but, like, she's like, I wish it would be a close game, because yada yada, and, like, since they've been dating, like, she's seen one close game with us, yeah. and, uh... I was like, you know what? Like, we all had, we're looking at each other like, seriously, like, somebody come play with us. Yeah. Um, it's as much, well, as much as I <clears throat> relish in the victory, I want to see a close game. And I think to your point, what you were saying before we potted. Yeah, I think they need a close game. Later in the playoffs, like, it will help, especially with a young quarterback like Wentz. Yeah. Like, give him a little adversity and give him an opportunity to I at think, least know what it feels like to have to come back. Yeah. On two I, minutes left in yeah. the fourth quarter. I think, I think that's needed. I think a close game here is needed. I don't think it's good for any team, especially since you're going to be getting a bye in two weeks. Like mm-hmm. you're going to be in the top two seats. I don't think it's good to waltz into the playoffs and then be just sit for two weeks. I, I I never think that that feels good. Well, no, I bet they play week seventeen regardless. Like at least through like three quarters. Yeah, but my well, I'm yeah okay. But then it's two weeks until you're because you're going to get a bye, so you're going to sit yeah. for two weeks. I think it's. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. One week off, and then the normal week. Right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not playing a game for essentially two weeks. Um, <clears throat> At that point in the season, though, I, I don't know. If well, I just I don't think it's ever great to have just coasted to 15-1. and one. Because you remember, like, Ben Roethlisberger's rookie year. They went 15-1. and one, Yeah. Got, in the, got into a tight game in the playoffs and lost. Was I don't against know. the Patriots? Against the Patriots, yeah. See, that just happens, though. I know, but I, I just still yeah. think, I think, and I think you would agree, You'd like to see a close game. Right. You'd like to see, like, Just where from, they're... like, an aesthetic thing, too, just as a fan. Yeah. Like, it's more fun watching a close game. But, again, I'll I... admit I'm spoiled rotten when I say that, and I will take every blowout sure. that they want to get. I don't know. I think I think they will get a close game. These next two weeks, I think there has to be a close game in there somewhere. They're both road games. If they're... And they're both against um, better quality, well, for sure, quarterbacks. Right. If that These are the best two quarterbacks they've played this year, probably. Right. Um... Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess we played Cousins, we played Cam. Most of we played that's a good quarterback. I don't know schedule right now. Yeah, me, but I guess Cam would probably be the best one so far. Yeah, I Cam guess. and Cousins. So yeah, Russell. I mean, Russell Wilson would be the best quarterback we played yeah. this year, probably. And the Rams offense is really good, so yeah. that'll be a good test. Yeah, and that's not a knock on golf, con Russell. Wilson no, 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 yeah. not at all. I, I mean, like golf a lot. I think golf has absolutely taken right. some strides, and, and it looks good, but. Their offense in general is good. Right. They just have a really good system. Um, honestly, I'm not worried at all about this, so spoilers. I'm taking Eagles minus five. Yeah. Um, but the reason I'm not worried is because now if they had their whole Legion of Boom intact, yeah, I would be like, let's go, dude. I'm ready for some football. Like, I want to see yeah. what happens here. This is going to be a real test. But without two-thirds of the Legion of Boom, and like at this point nobody gives a shit who the other corner is. Like It's a three-man Legion. It's the two safeties and, and Sherman. And... Uh, they're down Sherman, and they're down uh, Cam, Chancellor. Cam Chancellor. And Earl and Thomas, Earl is, Thomas is back, but he's dinged up. He's questionable. Yeah. So, like, it, I'm not even worried at all about this defense. Yeah. 
Well, and uh, like offensively, then you look at Seattle. First of all, the Eagles' defense is a fucking brick wall. The Eagles' defense is, or is, the, sorry, the run defense part. I mean, the Eagles' defense is very good, and Jim Schwartz deserves a ton of credit. That oh, guy, he'll be a head coach. Next yeah, year. he'll be a head coach. You'll lose him. Yeah, for sure. And He's I don't want to lose him, but yeah, um, you should just make him head coach. No, nah, gotta give Doug his props at this point. But uh, I'll, I'll get into why not. Matt, don't give him his props yet. But all anyway. right. Well, um, anyways, what I was saying was honestly, I don't think that any team is gonna come play the Eagles and just run the ball how they want. Well, not I to mention, think... not to mention, Seattle can't run the ball. Exactly, that's they what I'm getting at. That. They're awful at running too. So last week, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the spot here. But who did we play last week? The Bears. Yeah, Bears had the number. I think it was three run de- offense in the league, and uh, it was either like three or six or something like that. Okay. Jordan Howard, real good running back. They had to ban the run because they were down so much. Yeah. That's what everybody's doing. The Eagles on pace uh, last I saw to set a record for least running attempts against uh, in a season. But anyways. They had 10 carries, their running backs, on the game. 10 carries for 6 yards. That is insane. Right. That is, that's incredible. But it's uh, like It's just a brick wall. So you take that same run defense, you go to Seattle with, I don't know, arguably the worst running offense in the league. They're not good. Yeah, their whole offense is based, it's, hey, Russell Wilson, please go, go make a play. Yeah. It's and so I, I think where we will run into trouble is we've, and I don't want to call it trouble because we're 10-1, and one, but... Uh, things that have haunted us to the slightest degree are quarterbacks scrambling for first downs on like yeah. broken plays. So I expect to see a good bit of that. But I don't think Russell Wilson is going to pick our secondary apart to the point that... Because I expect, seriously, like 10 yards or less rushing from them. They suck. Their running backs suck, and we're all awesome. 10 yards or less. That's yeah. a little ridiculous. We did There's six from running backs last dude, week. Dude, I don't... I'm not counting Russell Wilson. That's insane. Eddie it's... Lacy, those clowns. Dude, I, I, I... Can we make that bet? Well, all right, but I want plus... On the bet, then. What it's do you 10 mean? yards. What do you want? Two to one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we betting? All right. I'm feeling a little arrogant. Uh, Jesus. 10 yards? Some douche could break a tackle and run for 20. I'm done. It's well, over. yeah, but then you got the next 10 carries where they go negative two. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless. All right. We'll go 10 and a half. I want 10 and less. Okay. And uh, I want... You just want to do... Two beers if I win at a bar, one beer if you win? Yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. We're shaking. Yep. Great deal. All right. Oh, my God. Anyways. Yes. Yeah, Ten yards. And that doesn't count Russell Wilson. Okay. It's just running backs. Running backs. Okay. Okay. It doesn't count jet sweeps or anything either to receivers. Uh, okay. I'm talking running backs, hand it off, off the middle. All right. Running backs. Yeah. Running backs, rushing yards. Fine. Yes. Ten yards. Ten yards. Ten and a half. I need 11 to win. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's the most ridiculous bet ever made, but okay. <laughs> They're not going anywhere, and then Russell Wilson, what's going to happen, he's going to have some success, and then he's going to be forcing things in the second half. They're going to be down, and he's going to throw a couple picks, and we're going to win by, like, two scores. Okay. So that's what I expect. Eagles minus five. Bet the mortgage. Bet the mortgage. Seattle's lost their last two at home to teams that are much worse than the Eagles, uh, Washington and Atlanta, to be exact. So right, let's do it. So, I'm going to take your side on this and do Eagles minus five. I'm not exactly excited about it because I'm curious if Seattle has one last stand in them. Everybody's kind of counting them out. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all banged up. Legion of Boom's out. But <clears throat> I think it is going to be a pretty hostile environment. Um, primetime game. Oh, that it, crowd's going to be really loud. It will. So, I'm, I'm a little nervous about it, but when it comes down to it, the Eagles' defensive line against that shitty Seattle offensive line. Is and the Dwayne f- Brown or whoever playing? I don't know. I don't really care. Their yeah. offensive line is It doesn't really make a difference. And you have a good defensive line. A very so good So that, line. coupled with the fact that two pieces of Legion of Boom are out and one's banged up, I'm just not willing to lose again with the Eagles, like going against them. Mm-hmm. I think this is one where I, I, I'm fine losing. If, if the Eagles don't cover, I'm fine because I just don't think – it makes much sense to go the other way. There you go. I don't know. I think, I mean, I, I could. T- if you told me that they make it a game in Seattle, you know, makes a stand, okay. I'm fi- I, I just think I'm fine losing with the Eagles at minus five at that point. Right. I think t- to pick Seattle, you want at least seven, I would say. Because the way the Eagles are just kicking everyone's ass. Yeah, maybe. Something like that. And with but all the injuries for I just, Seattle. I can't, I can't take Seattle right now. Yeah. I can't. So if I lose with the Eagles, I lose the Eagles. Right. Whatever. 
I have a terrible record picking with them anyway this year. All right. Which brings me to one last thing with the Eagles here. I wanted to bitch for a second, uh, which is why he keeps talking about Case Keenum. Case hey. Keenum, NFC Offensive Player of the Month. Talk about charity. What's up? Just because <clears throat> you're Case Keenum and they know they'll never be able to give that award to you again. Hey, Case Keenum's hashtag good now. He actually did. He made a couple plays on Thanksgiving Day that I was genuinely impressed. Right. I think he's actually genuinely, like, might be good. I don't know. Well, he's been hindered by Jeff Fisher for the last however many years. Yeah, and then he was on the Texans who stunk. So Um, it's interesting. It is interesting. Maybe he's actually all right. He could be all right. But um, you look at November here. It was a three-week month as far as the NFL is concerned. He was 3-0. Now, obviously, I don't even have to say it. I'm making the case for Carson Wentz. Right. Um, <laughs> his teams won 92-60 to 60 in those three games. Okay. Plus 32. Yeah. Like I said, Wentz was 119-35. to 35. Okay. Bigger margin there. Keenum had 864 yards passing. It's almost 300 a game. Right. To Wentz's 594. Now, my point with that is if we weren't winning 119-35, to 35, that 594... Could but be doubled if so, Wentz okay, wanted to. Get it out of here. Doesn't right. matter. Doesn't but matter. I, I, don't, I don't like holding that against him. That's what happened. That's then what you happened. get to touchdowns. Okay. Case Keenum seven. Okay. Carson Wentz nine. Okay. Turnovers or interceptions two for Keenum zero for Wentz. Okay. Rush yards. I mean, this part's meaningless, but it's not like he's running all over the place. It's thirty-nine to fifty all one right. touchdown that, that for was, Keenum. That was worthless. That shouldn't even be talked. Exactly, but I didn't want it to be like like whoa, whoa did Keenum run for three touchdowns somehow or something? I'm perfectly fine based on those stats that you gave that Keenum got it. What is the big deal? Nine touchdowns, zero picks. Dude, seven touchdowns, two picks. That's fine. Almost it's fine, but it's not nine touchdowns, no picks. But almost 300 yards a game, you're under 200 yards a game. Right, but it doesn't... I, just, I don't think there's like a big he argument here. He hasn't played the fourth quarter in like two of those games. I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't... like it, Okay, it... Number one, who really gives a shit about NFC Player of the Month? Nobody cares. Just give me, no, nobody does. Nobody give a cares. Shit. You're, you're. This is small potatoes. Get out of here. I have Stupid. nothing else to care about because we're oh blowing teams out. Jesus, <laughs> this was. This was. I'm sorry for the last three minutes of this pod. That's terrible. My point is, give Carson his fucking award and Dude, give him the MVP. Why shut yet. up? You're the award that everybody wants, and he's in the running for is the more important one. Nobody gives a fuck about the NFC Player of the Month. Enough. Nobody cares. Shut up. <laughs> God, that was terrible. All Let's right. talk about MVP. Like, I'm fine with that. Okay. I actually have things to say about that. All right. Well, I didn't write down any notes really for MVP, but well, there's two. There's two options. Well, it's Tom Brady or Tom Carson Brady Wentz. or Carson Wentz. Yeah, Make those are your only options. I mean, basically, if you're talking stats, again, my whole point is if you want to hold passing yards against him, which I don't have it written down here, right. which I should have, but Tom Brady's got a lot more passing yards. Sure. I don't like holding that against Wentz. And I'm trying to be not biased. I don't actually... Because I, I actually... Pete will tell you, I love Tom Brady. Yeah, it's annoying. So you're not going to catch me like... I don't I don't have a whole lot of bias here because I love both these guys. Um, But for you to hold passing yards and stuff like that against him, I think is a crime because, first of all, it's the stupidest stat in the league because most losing guys get a lot of it. Two... Yeah, a la Ryan Tannehill had a lot of yards. He was like top 10 in yards. Like, right. Ryan Tannehill's not a top 10 quarterback. Right. It's because they're um, always down and you have to You throw. have to pass them. Blake Bortles that one year. When the defense has prevent defense right. on every okay. fourth quarter. Anyways. We get it. Yeah, we've made our case there. Other than that, though, like he's kind of winning just about everything else. I think uh, Brady threw a pick last week, which put him at three, I think, for the year. Uh, <laughs> he just Wentz, Yeah, once at five. So that it's, you know, whatever, edge to Brady, but not a big deal. Yeah. Um, I want to say it's, I know Wentz has 28 touchdowns. What's Brady? have 25, I think. Something like that. Um. Obviously, neither one of them is putting up a ton of rush yards. I think Wentz has like 230 on the year. Wentz will have more. Yeah. That's how it works. Um, I mean, and then the edge goes to the guy with the better record, right? I think it's actually really simple. And I'm stealing a point made by Mike Lombardi today on the Ringer Podcast Network. Carson Wentz is a second-year player. His team is... And this is something. This also speaks to Doug Peterson. I've also brought this up before. How many times? How many? How often are you guys in like third and six, third oh, and seven? All the time. Okay. So what happens? What do they ask Wentz to do? Go make a play. Yeah. You guys have want a great third down conversion. That's all Wentz. Yeah. That's why I don't think Doug Peterson is that great. 
he like he sets Carson Wentz up. Doesn't I don't think he does him any favors. I think it's all Carson Wentz, and I think the defense is Jim Schwartz. I think Doug Peterson is just fucking sitting there like having a good time. <laughs> like, what are you doing, Doug? I honestly don't see your value. I'm all aboard. Doug Peterson sucks, and he's just got great talent at quarterback. I can't. I can't get on that. I mean, I was with you. I think he's great talent at quarterback. Carson Wentz is great. Oh God, yeah. Okay, not, and yeah. this is why. Let me get, let me finish up oh, quick. This is why he's the MVP. Tom Brady and has Bill Belichick, and they have a system in place. They've been running it for years. Yeah. Guess what? It's all just ho hum. For the Business record, as I'm, usual. I'm anti Patriot system makes every quarterback good argument. I think that's stupid. Well, lazy, we, we're not getting into that. Yeah, it's a whole fucking that. podcast. Yeah, that's a that's a podcast in and of itself. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, but here you have Wentz, who. I don't think is helped by his head coach or offense whatsoever, and he's out there making plays and doing a lot of great things. So I think he is the MVP as of right now. I would absolutely vote for him. Okay, he's MVP. If you want to talk about Doug Peterson, we talk about Doug Peterson. I'm yeah. not impressed. Well, here's here's my defense to him, and you can go back and listen to the pods. Anybody that's listened to all the pods has heard me bitch about Doug Peterson. Yeah. Uh, like the weird going for it at like midfield at fourth and eight and like second quarters of games, like the. You throw an incompletion on first down, so you run the ball every fucking time on second and ten, and now you're looking at third and eight, which is exactly what you're talking about, and then it's like, Wentz, can you bail us out, please? And then he's like, and yeah, he does. I got you. I think it's just Wentz. Yeah. I think it's all Wentz. Like, I mean, I have my gripes with that kind of stuff. However, like, you look at the last couple games, the halftime adjustments that were made are just brilliant because we come out and just beat their fucking doors off until their will but is who gone. who have you played? I, I mean, nobody that great. Okay. But... I think the halftime adjustments are good. I think obviously the game plans going in are good. I think I, the players all love him. I don't know that the game plans are great. I think it. I still would attribute that more to Wentz doing stuff. I'm sorry. I think look honestly, if you're all, making me pick between who am I giving more credit to, Wentz or Peterson? I mean, it's Wentz all day, every day. Of the okay, week. But that's all that needs to be said. Yeah, I'm, that's all that needs. That's I got really, no. I got no problem okay. with that argument. That's good. But yeah. I'm just saying, I can't. I'm not slamming. You're not going to catch me Eagles ten and one slamming Doug Peterson. Because at this point, go for it at midfield. Yeah. Do whatever you do that I think is stupid in the moment. But it's like, look, you're ten and one. Do what you want. You're right. Yeah, my thing, I guess, that that was also brought up on this podcast um, that I listened to, kind of it's it's like um, similar to McAdoo last year, right? So he had like he has this great defense and the offense is, does well. So let's just say Jim Schwartz leaves and all of a sudden like somebody else has to come in and coach the defense. Yeah. And, like, you have to rely on the offense maybe a little bit more. Because, I mean, I don't know what, what your free agents look like on defense, but I would assume you're you're not going to be able to keep all these guys, uh, right? Patrick Peterson, who's great out as the second. Now, I have my gripes with PFF, but I think it's interesting. Yeah. Pro football focus. Um, they grade Patrick Peterson, or sorry, Patrick Robinson, I mean, um, out at the second best corner in the NFL this year. Right. That's good. He's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll probably be gone. We're getting Sidney Jones back. And but, we have young guys. So I assume he's gone. My point so is. So that'll like, hurt. My Other point than that, is, I don't think we're really losing much. Okay. I could just see like him leaving, and then more pressure being or more things being put on Doug Peterson. Right. I mean, like if, if your top corner leaves and your defensive coordinator leaves, yeah. things should change a little bit. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just I I think I'm just not impressed. Okay. I'm never. I don't. I shouldn't say never, but I just he hasn't impressed me yet. I think it's I think it's more once, and that's all. That's actually we've I, I just have been blabbering. I've made my point. Yeah, that's fair. I saw. I made a tweet today. It was on my personal account, but uh, about Colin Cowherd. By the way, he's the same way. If you watch the herd and you like sit there and actually pay attention to it now, mm-hmm. um, it's like you seen that thing on Twitter where it's a news anchor and they're like, 10 people died today in the Bronx due to a fire in a fire that killed ten people today in the Bronx." Like, I don't know if his show's just too long and he's got too much time to fill and he doesn't have anyone debating him, so he has to just yeah, talk, no, but he does. It is funny because I. I realized that today, and I'm like, dude, you said this six times. Yeah. Move on. No, I mean, I think he does a hell of a job. I love his show, and it's no, one, it has to be one of the hardest things to do. Talk to yourself. There, yeah, talk Basically, to yourself. talk to yourself for three hours a day. Right. <laughs> like, that's impressive. Gotta get, like, a little lonely. He probably goes to, like, the gas station, buys a candy bar, and, like, won't leave. There's a line behind him. Yeah. Talking to the cashier. Uh, but, yeah, so, on a beer note. Yes. I just finished The White Rascal. Awesome. Highly recommended. I'm ready for you to start. Did you start drinking it? I am. You did start drinking it. Um, so what did you give it? Whew. Dude, I think these are some of the best. I already took a sip of this peach cobbler too. And I took a sip of water and switched it in my mouth while you are nice. talking. Because I'm feeling real uh, sophisticated over here. Nice. Uh, 
That's one of the better ones we've had. I'm going to go four and a half. Wow. Big, big number. Yeah. So I gave the Peach Cobbler a 3.75. Okay. Liked it. Yeah. Really good beer. Yeah. I like it too. I took a sip already and I was like, you know what? Peach Cobbler. Yeah. I like it. I've, I really like it. Yeah. I think I did a great job today. I think I think you did. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Lucky Ducks in Elizabethtown. What up? You can pick uh, pick individual beers out of their thing. I need a hit of that water. I yeah. need to... You're swishing too. I want to swish to get the full effect of the white rascal. There you go. Um, but yeah, Lucky Ducks, Elizabeth Town. They got a cool fridge with all kinds of beers that I don't usually see other places. So, all right, now what everybody's been waiting for. We've talked about Wentz. We've talked about the Eagles. Yeah. Let's talk about the J E T S motherfucking Jets. Yeah, all right, this will be quick. It will. We lost to the Panthers. <laughs> we shouldn't have lost to the Panthers. But who's going to be there this week? I'm going to the game Sunday. <laughs> We're playing the Chiefs, baby. Woo! Get to watch. <laughs> Robbie Anderson, get get loose. Oh, I put out a, uh, did you see my like tweet about Robbie Anderson on the pod? No. Uh, I did, but I forget. Okay. I just said, like, when you have Robbie Anderson on, on your fantasy team, because he was going off on me last week, and it's just like a little chubby kid, and he's like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Two touchdowns. <laughs> he's the man. He is, like, I think he's, like, fifth in the league in receptions of more than 20 yards, and, like, the guys above him are, like, Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Adam Thielen. Dude, he might be, like, real. Uh, I think he is. I saw before the year. He gets open. Yeah. He just gets open. Temple's finest right there. Yeah. What um, up, Robbie? I saw, and I didn't see this before the year. I just saw it because Ocho Cinco retweeted himself. But uh, <laughs> Of course he did. Yeah. Before the year, he was like, hey, Jets fans, relax. Robbie Anderson is the real deal. You guys are going to be fine. And What's it's up? like, how did you say that before? Like, I mean, you and I were big on him considering I got him in the 12th round yeah. of a fantasy league. And it was like, hey, twelfth round, like he might get a hundred targets. Mean, he, showed, he showed a little couple signs last year. He looked good in the preseason. He was awesome in the preseason last year. Yeah, it's almost like a Victor Cruz kind of thing. Like Victor Cruz broke, had that big breakout preseason, and then ends up right ascending. Feel the same way about Robbie Anderson, right? I mean, he made Hackenberg look decent in his first preseason. And Hackenberg is shit. Hackenberg, uh, all indications are that he is just trash. Yeah. So, and uh, nobody likes hearing other people talk about other people's fantasy teams. But just let me tell you, Robbie Anderson has saved me. Yeah. I made an awful trade trade by Keenan Allen right before he did all this shit the last couple weeks. Guess what? Robbie Anderson steps right in, plays every week for him. I'm all right. You're fine. So, yeah, um, that's about, I mean, McCown had a nice game. I guess we had a bye the week before the Panthers, so only one game to talk about. McCown had another nice game, like three touchdowns, 300 yards. That guy's the most underrated football player in the history of the world. I, I guess so. No, I mean, that's not true, but he's having a great season. But, like, nobody thinks of McCown and, like, nah. like, oh, yeah, he's good. Dude, he's been around since 02. And everywhere he goes, it seems like he's, like, yeah, he's pretty good. But he never gets credit for it because it's, nah, like, he's Josh I mean, McCown. Yeah, I I mean, he he started to look, like, okay at, for the Browns the other year. Yeah. But other than that, he hasn't been really that good. How much of a favor would the Browns have done themselves, though, if they just held on to him? I mean, they might have four wins. Yeah, four more than they have now. Right. <laughs> I mean, who cares, I guess. But I I would love to sign him to one more year. Yeah, I'd love not? to get one more year, and we can can we please draft somebody who's maybe worth a damn and to groom? Maybe Josh McCown can groom him. <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> it actually. What's their wait? What's the Jets record right now? Four and seven. We're done. Right, it's effectively over. Are you gonna get a top ten pick or no? Yeah, probably. Probably right around top ten. I don't know, man. I don't like any. I like Josh Rosen. I think at this point. I don't know. I don't know. Is Lamar Jackson going to climb up the ranks? Here's the thing with Lamar Jackson, and I don't actually watch Louisville football games, so take that with a grain of salt. What <coughs> I don't think say. anyone watches Louisville right. football games. But, like, it seems to me he's this freak athlete that is going to run right away for his first instinct. Well, yeah, but... And does he sit back there and, like, can think, he pick apart a defense I, in the pocket? I mean, I no, I don't know what kind of defenses he's facing playing. In, I mean, I, the ACC's not a terrible conference, but I don't know what the... Like what he's faced overall in his college career as far as defenses. But I think this year they have been talking about how he's been staying in the pocket more and he does look more polished as a passer. Right. Now I don't know how big of a jump that is. Like more polished for him could mean finally around average. So right. like, I don't know. But I do know he has taken strides to try to be more NFL ready. He seems like the kind of guy that for sure needs to sit a year in the NFL. Right. And I'm not I'm actually not like always against I wouldn't be terribly against that kind of guy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He's got play. Like, he can at least do something. Right. He can, he's athletic and can make plays. And if you maybe have him sit, right. it's okay. Because, like, a guy like Hackenberg, you have to protect the hell out of him. He can't move. Yeah. 
He's big. He can't fucking move. Well, and then he's got he, a big arm. Doesn't matter if you're protecting the guys, turning the ball. Over. That guy sucks. He, he, he sucked at Penn State. He had a big arm. Yeah. Um, I was just. I remember that draft. I was just happy we didn't take uh, Connor Shaw. But then I was like, holy shit, we still took Christian Hackenberg. Fuck. Yeah. Um, no, nah, I mean, I don't have like any numbers or names in front of me either or anything, but like, it feels like the people that sit for a year to a quarterback have a better track record of panning out too. Maybe. So Some, it, it varies. Yeah. I don't know if there's any any merit to that, but um, anyway, getting back to the Jets Panthers, we outgained them by a hundred yards. Like we played again, probably outplayed them. Yeah. Um, we lost the game in the fourth quarter yet again. Yep. Uh, McCown got strip sacked. They recovered it for. A touchdown, 34-yard touchdown by Keekley. Next series, uh, we ha- get three and out, punt it. They return the punt, so we're down 12. Immediately, we answer, make drive down the field, like, easily. Yeah, Robbie 30, Anderson style. 32-27, and then, uh, you know, by that time, there's not enough time left. But we had the lead again in the fourth quarter when we're completely outgaining the team. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the Carolina offense <clears throat> didn't do that great against us yeah. at all. Like, we held the Carolina offense to 21 points. Like, yeah. That's fine. That's a fine day. You're going to win a lot of games holding teams to around 20 points. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's a Jetsy loss. Let me ask you this. Since the Jets are obviously turning, most Jets fans are looking towards the draft at this point. Yeah. What do you, do you want a quarterback in the first round? Or, like, what do you want them to pick in the first round? Like, if you had to name, like, three positions you'd yeah. be happy with in the first round. Well, I know we need more offensive line. We can. That's always a win, yeah. Yeah, I like. I would like offensive line. Um, depends on where the pick falls. It depends on where the quarterbacks are. Because I could. Right. I could really stomach what I could really would really enjoy is like if we had a top like let's just say we're the ninth pick. Yeah. And somebody at like eighteen wanted to trade up and get with us. I would love to do that and right. pick up a couple extra picks because I think you're not getting a quarterback at that point, or you're wasting your time if you do get. A right, and I think. I don't know. I I don't necessarily love I don't want to send, I don't want another second round quarterback. I don't think that's a good idea. Uh-huh. I think we either pick one high or really wait. Here's my theory. I think so the Browns I think like how are they not getting the first pick, right? They're going to get the first pick. So I mean, they're only one them and the 49ers, right? Yeah. Have one win or no, I'm sorry. The 49ers have one win. They have yes. Browns have zero. So it, it Right, okay. They should probably Spoilers, get the first Spoilers, though. I'm picking the Niners to win this week. Oh, oh to, to win. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're one of my spread picks. But okay. we'll get there. Um. Anyways, assuming the Browns get the first pick, I think the only quarterback out of this hyped-up class that's been way overhyped from the beginning that has lived up to anything that looks like could be all right is Josh Rosen. Yeah. Um. So... I think and like I think you add things up and you add up the pressure for the Browns to get a quarterback, which is every year, and how they've been trying to be super patient and been like quote unquote smart about it and trading back all these years and stuff, and they've they've missed on Wentz, they missed on Watson, they missed and they, on Golf. Yeah, I mean now I think Golf probably needed the right system, which he got. Wait, did they miss on Golf? Yeah, they could have had Golf. No, they had the first pick, right? No, no, pick? no, they had the second pick that year. Golf was the first pick. Oh. The but how the Rams, Rams traded up with somebody else to get there, and then the uh, Eagles traded up with the Browns. Browns are the second oh. pick. Anyways, they missed out on yeah. They missed out on Watson. They missed out on Wentz, and uh, I think there's gonna be a ton of added pressure where they have to take a quarterback, right. even if it might be smart to take Saquon or whoever else. Um, and I think the clear choice, at least to me at this point, the way they've played, is Rosen. So at that point, if you're the Jets, in the first round, in my humble opinion, I am not going near any of those people with a yeah. 10-foot pole that are left at quarterback. Yeah, it's just... We're talking different stuff maybe in the second when I can yeah. stomach it a little more when they bust. But like, So at that point, I think you need to find other positions to focus on and or get that dream scenario like you said where like let's say you're sitting at 9, some team at 18 that really wants some, and they're going to give you their first round next year and the second round this year. So, yeah, I think... I think- I just think we need to add more talent overall. Right. We, I, we need we need offensive skill players. We need offensive line. You're not a you're not you're not quite like a quarterback away from being a really good team. Right. And you know what? I'm okay with that because the division is Brady's until he retires. So right. You got a few years to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a fair point. I'm okay. I'm okay living where we're living. Throw out two more or one more position then. Offensive line and what else do you like? 
Offensive line. I'm I'm just thinking like first round. I don't think there's a receiver. Like we we need a receiver. There's some receivers like Calvin Ridley supposed to be. All yeah, right. I I don't think that's what I want okay. in the first round. The thing about receivers too is they can go to waste real quick. Yeah. if you don't have the quarterback. Yeah, like, I look at look at Indianapolis with T. Y. Hilton. Right. He's had three awesome weeks this year, and I think eleven or how many other weeks? How many other weeks have there been? Eight. Eight other weeks. Yeah. Where you don't even see him. So yeah, I don't want a quarterback. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't want a receiver. I would probably say if there was a really good secondary piece, just because I think it's that kind of league. Like we have our safeties, Marcus May and Jamal Adams. Yeah. We just drafted last year. And I really like Jamal Adams. There are safeties for the, both those guys have played really well. Right. And I hope we bring back Mo Claiborne, former Cowboy. He's yeah. had a really good year. Yeah. But I think whenever you can add another corner to a league that throws as much as they do, I think that's always useful. So I would probably lean offensive line and then corner. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I, I like, I think, I, I think our defensive line has talent. I think our linebackers, I like those guys. So you can all. I think you can never have enough depth at corner. I think that's just a I feel you. solid position where you need where you need you need dudes. Yeah. So that's one of the things I've been talking to like TJ and all my other guys about, like uh, with the Eagles. Like even it, like I said, even if Patrick Robinson up and leaves after this year, which he probably will, because yeah. they're probably not going to pay him. I mean, you got Sidney Jones coming back. You got the two other guys, uh, Darby and. Uh, the Green Goblin there, already holding things down. You've got uh, the other rookie I'm drawing a blank on, but he's playing all right. And that's on top of, like like I said, we already have Robinson. We're actually loaded somehow at corner. It's the first time in my life that that has happened. <laughs> well, the hey, the glory days for us before was uh, Troy Vincent, Bobby Taylor, and uh, Al Harris. Is that his name? Al Harris? Oh, my God. I thought yeah, he was, he was the our Packers. No, he left us for the Packers. Oh. I had, he was I, our third corner before that. Jesus. That's nice. Um, anyways, well, you, what you, you forgot about Lido Shepard? Like that guy. Well, was that awesome. was after that. We oh, drafted okay. Lido and Sheldon Brown. Yeah, they, they, to replace Troy and Bobby. They were they were also very good. They were good corners. But I'm just saying, like oh, the Jets got Lido Shepard when I, we were when we were good. Actually, yeah. The only time Sanchez. I can remember though, like having more than two good corners like this, like how we do now, is when we had Al Harris, Bobby Taylor, and Troy Vincent. Anyways, we're getting off board into random things. We are. Jets are plus three or three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. At home versus the Chiefs with Patetsky in attendance. I gotta take my Jets, baby. What's your I, record in attendance? My record yeah. in attendance is two and zero. Wow! Is I it? saw Brett Favre in two thousand eight kick the fucking snot out of the Rams. <laughs> it was like forty to nothing at halftime. It was unbelievable. It was crazy. He only threw one touchdown. We had scored forty points in the first half. And right. and two years ago, I was there for the game where we beat the Patriots mm-hmm. in overtime. Fitz Magic. It was pandemonium. Okay. It was great. So I am 2-0 in attendance. All right. So you heard it here first, guys. I'm going to put a double mortgage bet on this game. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Because Patetsky's in, in attendance. I just learned about this, as you guys did, That uh, what his record is. That's why I asked. But you put that into consideration with, on top of that, I was already going to pick the Jets. Give me three and a half uh, at home versus the Chiefs. I was telling Pete before this, I think this is a clear pick, and he looked at me sideways. But uh, Wow. I think it's a toss-up game, and then you're giving me three and a half on top of yeah. that, and I, I'm liking what I see. I mean, the Chiefs are, again, I mean, we talk about this every week, but home dogs are usually something you want to look into. Yes. And the Chiefs have lost, what, six of their last seven? Or five of the last five six? Five of the last six. They're not coming in piping hot. No. <laughs> like, their pass defense is fucking ass. Light up, Robbie. For all you got, if uh, you're doing daily fantasy or whatever, I don't think this is the official. We gotta add him on Twitter. Uh yeah, he's getting. There's that. no podcast in the world that talks more about Robbie. You're Anderson. goddamn right. He just gets open. Look at him. Seven Eleven baby, Pride always Temple, open, baby. He's got the ties to Philly. He's got the ties to Patetsky over here. For I think we should get him on Pod. We should. I'm gonna as soon as this pod's over, I'm gonna add Robbie Anderson. Yeah, and we're gonna have him on next week. Let's Ho- do it. Hopefully. My God, I think I'd cry. I'd be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> also, little. All right. First off, did we make our picks? We both. We both want Jets plus three and a half. We both but, want Jets three and a half, and we both want Eagles minus five. Right. Okay. But let me talk about the Jets real quick. Real quick. Kansas City defense. Yeah, longest pod yet, by the way. Might be Kansas City defense. Has isn't isn't very good, and I think we could, like you said, with Robbie actually, and McCown get some yards, and I'd be able to easily move the ball. So I'm yeah. hoping for that. Um, as far as our defense against their offense, 
It seems like Kansas City's been struggling with like a zo- like people have been zoning them uh-huh. and making Alex Smith check down. If you remember, like the first five games, it was like all the rage. He was actually going down the field, which is the first time in his life he's ever done that. Right. So they've kind of been zoning them. Well, and Kareem Hunt has lost whatever he right. had. Yeah. I, my only concern is that Kelsey is due for. I feel like Kelsey's going to be a tough matchup for us. And I mean, obviously Jamal Adams is going to yeah, probably gonna get say, the lion's share of that. Yeah. But you got to realize, like, I love Jamal Adams and. I think everybody does. Gronk ate him up a little bit. Right, and it's just one of those things where the dude's a rookie, and when you play against a big athletic tight end like that, it's just it's not an easy assignment. No, it's so. a very hard assignment, but I would even say still, like Gronk ate him up earlier this year, but I think that was like rookie stuff and technique stuff. Yeah. I don't think it's a talent stuff. No, I, no. I think I, he's a stud. Listen, and so outside think, of quarterback, secondary is the hardest position to just come in and be awesome. Right. So I think as long as he, like, I mean, what the fuck do I know how much he's been working on his technique and shit? But as long as like he can get that shit down a little bit more, yeah, I don't like. I think he's a tough matchup for Kelsey. Like, I think he could be. Like, let's say I, I don't have him, but let's say you have Kelsey and Fancy, I'd be almost a little nervous about this week. Like, if you're chalking him up for okay. points, interesting. Just because he's going up against a very yeah I, safety. Overall, I like our ability to move the ball, and uh, one of the best things I think you can do with this game is get tease the Jets up to nine and a half. Yeah, I think that's a really smart play. Even if you're concerned, so if you're concerned, like the Chiefs are going to get right this week, you know, and figure it out and kind of get. I still don't think like they're nine and a half points better. Do you know what game you tease that with? Uh, you could tease it with the Eagles. Well, no, I mean I got no problem with that because I'm already picking the Eagles where they're at. But you tease that with the Cleveland Browns plus fourteen at the Chargers. Okay. I mean, yeah, maybe. I just I don't want to touch the Browns. Man. <laughs> I don't want to touch. I don't know. Can I just? I need to add one more thing. Okay. Going to the Jets game. There's always a player signing autographs before the game. Okay. Uh, if you get there early enough. Last when we went last time, it was Joe Klecko, one of my dad's favorite players growing up. Okay. Part of the New York Sack Exchange. He was awesome. Okay. If James Chadwick Pennington is signing tomorrow, or signing Sunday, I'm, I don't think I'll come home. I will be so fucking happy. Why would he be signing? Why would he be there? What do you mean? He's okay. a former player. Well, right, but does he just hang out at the games? It, it It's a random former player every oh. week is signing autographs. Like, they okay. always do a big thing before the game. Okay. If you were Chad- talking about, like, when you went in the past, I wasn't sure Sorry. to reference about who's there. If so Ch- I was thinking it was an active player. No, if Chad Pennington okay. is there, I don't know if yeah, we won't home. see. we won't see Pete I will yet. hit the fucking moon. If Chad so Pennington happy. is there, I'm going to be looking for a new podcast mate, and I'm yes. telling you it's going to be Robbie Anderson. Great. <laughs> I, I, I That's great. The pot will go... Up through the roof at that. Chad point. Pennington. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't get this guy started on fucking Chad Pennington. Love Chad Pennington. All right. So let's do our picks. Let's do our picks. You do already it. heard like two of mine, but <laughs> first one for me is Browns plus fourteen at the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just fourteen points is a lot. I want to like trust me, my Chargers bet is alive. They're it a game is. back of the what division. What the fuck? Yeah. The our OG listeners. Yeah. What realize up? how much. I have invested in the Chargers. But you know what? Heart and soul. This is like winning that division. The the Chargers remind me of the Jets in so many ways. Like this is such a Chargers game where like they struggle. Yeah. Like fuck off. Like just beat the hell out of them. Right. The Browns, they suck. You should right. win. But um, yeah, I could see them like the Chargers are the last team to lose to the Browns. So I I don't know. And I would like, be scared. I'm not of that. worried about the road part so much because like who has a worse home field advantage than the Chargers? I don't know. Like probably nobody. But you and in other word, in other terms, how many fucking Cleveland Browns fans could there be at this game? Oh, zero, probably. I mean, this is going to be one of the most like de- depressing crowds you've ever seen. There might probably. be fifteen thousand people oh there. Oh my god! Yeah, because at least like when the Eagles were on the road in San Diego, like that place was mostly Philadelphia fans. Yeah. You were having Eagles chance stuff, so I think it was a sellout that game actually. Talk about but... a team that actually played you tough. <laughs> yeah, they did. Chargers, Chargers are good. Right. I think they're really good. They should probably be like seven and three. I'm with you. I think that they're a lot better than their record. Yeah. Actually, I've come around. I, yeah, they should. I mean, they've blown a lot. Of, like, <clears throat> they lost to the Jaguars the other week. Oh, they haven't had good kicking all year. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Um. But so, yeah. So give me Browns plus fourteen. Uh. Just the one thing I want to add in there is the return of Josh Gordon. Yeah, we'll see. And if that means anything. He's riding my fantasy bench. However, uh. I really have a gut feeling that they're just gonna feed him because I think that Hugh Jackson is just. Absolutely fucking desperate for a win. Okay. And I think that he realizes that's his best player already. I, Honest to God, I don't know if I'd bet money on it, but it, would I be surprised at all if he had 20 targets? No, I wouldn't. 
Please bet me that. Oh my god. 20 targets? That's so many. Dude, please, please bet me that. Feed him. Please bet me that. Just feed him. You got nobody else. Who is on the same stratosphere as Josh Gordon talent wise in that roster? I mean, he hasn't played in two years, so. I heard. That's enough. Who That's all how, I have to say. I don't remember the tweet, like, if they had a check mark or not, but I saw a tweet out he ran a 4 3 at practice the other day. Don't care. He hasn't played in two years. Dude. You want to bet me 20 targets? Takes one hit to what's remember the tar- what it feels like. And what, good. What's the target <laughs> that you'll bet me? What's the target that'll bet you? Is it like one to one here? I even give you two to one. Like how confident? Two to one. Okay. Another two to one bet. Yeah. Okay. Two to one. Like for beers. Yeah. Um. Two to one. Fifteen. Nah. Sixteen. Seventeen. I'll go ten and a half. Nah, that's a one to one because that dude guys get ten targets all the time. That happens all the time. Fine. Two to one. Twelve and a half. That's still not not two to one. That's one point five to one. I'm not drinking half a beer. <laughs> two to one. Two to one's at 15. One to one is at 10. I'll do 13 and a half. Two to one. No. Dude, I've, that's 14 targets. I've set, I've set the, I've made my point. 14 and a half and it's done. Two to one, 14 and a half. All right, how about, I'll do the 19 and a half targets, but I want six to one. Done. <laughs> you okay. <laughs> Great. All right, six to one odds. Six to one. I just got one. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, yeah, baby, that's what's happening. That's okay. how they're gonna get their their win. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> Moving on to my picks. <laughs> Jesus. Um, my first pick is gonna be Lions plus three at the Ravens. I think the Ravens aren't that good. I think the Lions can fucking play. Give me the three points. I don't give a shit if it's in Baltimore. Give me the three points. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think the Ravens suck. I don't think they're that good. No, their defense is pretty quality. They're it's a fine it's a fine defense. Joe Flacco sucks. He sucks. He's the inverse of elite. Correct. Um, yeah. So my second one, I already said this one earlier, but I'm picking the Niners to actually go into Chicago and win this game. So you want three points? And so give me the three points while I'm at it. It's not a terrible pick. They're starting Garoppolo. Are they? About goddamn time. I apologize. Are they really language. starting him? I yeah. didn't see that yet. Yep. Okay. They're starting Garoppolo. Like, what took you so long? I don't. You know, I don't understand. Dude, I, I think they just want a high pick. Yeah, I I don't think they want to win games. Right, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I think they and want to get a high pick. Starting him. they want a high pick, and they want to trade back and get as many things as they can. Yeah, I think that's fair. And they're gonna be mad when they win this week because it's happening. Okay, I think Garoppolo is actually a quality quarterback. I think like you could look like two years from now. I think you're gonna look at Garoppolo and you're gonna say he's a top half of the league quarterback. Okay, so I like him. I think the Bears fucking suck ass. Any Eagles fan that watched that last week, like okay. if they're forced to pass whatsoever. Trubisky, not well, that he will be asked forever. Yeah, but and, and let's, let's currently sucks. Right, and let's give him a little <clears throat> bit of leash here. Who the hell is catching the ball in Chicago? Nobody. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I agree. He, I'm not. I'm not body slamming him from the top rope. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if you're talking about this week going in against the Bears, my level of fear of Trubisky is like negative six. Okay. Fair enough. Fine so, pick. Not not going to give you too much gripe there. Nah. Right. It's fine pick. My next pick is Cardinals plus seven versus the Rams. Cardinals are seven-point home dogs. They got blown out by the Rams earlier in the year. Uh-huh. Um, it's a second time playing them. I kind of like everything that lines up. I like that they're a home dog. I like that they've already played them. I like that they're familiar with, in the division. I like that Blaine Gabbard apparently isn't that bad. He just beat the Jaguars at home. Uh-huh. Blaine Gabbard seems to be playing a little, bit, a little bit better than everybody thought, you know, from when he did in Jacksonville. I'm okay with it. I like the Cardinals plus seven. I think they give the Rams a, a little bit of a game. Uh, the Cardinals have a good secondary. Matt, you know, Honey Badger, Peterson, maybe put a little pressure on the Rams. I don't know. Right. Give, me the, give me the home dog. Read that for me. Last pick. Rams minus seven. <laughs> All right. Hey. I, uh, like, I like the head-to-head. Yeah. As a fantasy owner of Adrian Peterson, I will tell you that he has not practiced yet this week. Don't care about Adrian he's Peterson. He's got a neck thing. Could give a shit less. So I don't think he's going to play. Good. Even better. Dude, Kerwin Williams. I mean, okay, yeah. The Cardinals the Cardinals running backs are so atrocious that, that Adrian Peterson makes them like, yeah, okay. <laughs> You're right. That's bad. But right. I still don't care. So you you got a backfield of Kerwin Williams and uh, fucking Blaine Gabbert. I don't know, man. I'm not feeling it. All right. I, and I've been high on the Rams, like I said. I think it was like week three I said Rams are winning that division. Okay. So, I, I'm not saying they're not going to win the game. Oh, no, yeah. I'm, I feel They like, should win the game. That's fine. You're just saying they're going to win by less than seven. Correct. Um, I think they win... Like going away. I don't think it's a close game. Okay. So there's that. We're going 
Head head and only that one, I believe, right? Yep, and I got one more. Okay. Titans minus seven at home against the Texans. Tom Savage sucks. Okay, that's fair. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Mariota kind of sucks. I mean, he hasn't been that great, but... I really don't think the Texans are any good. Like, like they lost, they lost so many dudes on defense. Mm-hmm. Tom Savage is atrocious. The Tennessee actually has a pass rush. I just don't think this is close. I caught myself with the whole Mariota thing recently. Uh, you can ask Pete. There was no bigger Chip Kelly fan when it was going good at the beginning than me. Oh yeah. So I still got a little bit of like sweet feelings towards him. I don't hate him completely. So you know, go Bruins. By the way. UCLA now that he's there. I'm pulling for him. <laughs> All right, good, great. Anyways, I wanted nothing more in the world than for him to be reunited with, with Mariota back it, it then happened. in Philly. And it, I think it almost did. Yeah. I'm sure that those conversations were happening. About it could have happened. I am so happy. Like, you know how they say like the, some of the greatest things that happen to you are the things that don't happen to you? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think Mariota sucks. And if we like were sitting here with Chip Kelly, as much as I don't hate him like most people do, and fucking Mariota... My life would be hell. We'd be talking about how the Eagles are like a five-loss team right now. Like, are we going to the playoffs? I don't know. The NFC East is the worst division in the league. <laughs> Thank God. We have Wentz, baby. That's all I got. Um, but all right. So to recap, we're both on Eagles minus five. We're both on Jets plus uh, three and a half. We're head-to-head on the Rams and Cardinals. I'm taking Rams minus seven. He's taking Cardinals in the points. Yes. I got... Niners plus three. Give me the W while I'm at it. And I got the Browns. <coughs> I'm not ready to say they're gonna actually win the game, but <laughs> no. But give me the 14 points. Yeah, I mean that's it's on. Whenever you take t- two scores in the NFL, it's typically a good idea. Um, my, my two that were different. I have Lions plus three and Titans minus seven. All right. Um, last couple things here before we call it a pod. We wanted to hit on the Yankees' managerial search. Yep. They have officially narrowed it down to six people. The six people they interviewed have been told that they are the only ones who will be interviewed. And those people are Carlos Beltran, former player, just won a World Series. Right. Was with the Yankees for a couple Completely years. Completely goes against your stance on uh, Utley, though. Right. I don't think he'll be it. Okay. But it's cute that he got <laughs> interviewed. Um, Rob Thompson. Uh, he's been our bench coach ever. I, I don't know how many years, but a long time. Uh-huh. 54. Fun fact about Rob Thompson, though, I don't. I think if he doesn't get the job, he's going to be the Phillies bench coach. He interviewed for that job. Nah, Chase Elliott. No, I, he, he legitimately has been rumored to be the bench coach. Okay, well, I'm just telling you that Rob Thompson actually interviewed for the bench coach of Gabe Kapler, mm-hmm. and it's, I don't know. I think if he doesn't get the managerial job here, he's going to be. To be 100 percent not biased though, like I think it's probably a smart move for Kapler not to hire Utley. I agree because the second I, things start going south, yeah, you know the fan base is going to be like, hey, just promote Utley. We well, love no, him. Well, no, I think you should get somebody in there with some experience on the bench. And Rob okay, Thompson, first is some... time manager, first yeah. time bench manager. I can yeah. see that too. Anyway, so Beltron, Rob Thompson, esteemed ESPN analyst Aaron Boone. Yes. What up, two thousand three? Um, I mean, he's a Yankee hero. Yes. He honestly, like, if you watch baseball tonight and stuff, like, I think he's very insightful. Yeah. He knows. I mean, he knows what he's talking. It's about. an insult to even say that he knows what he's talking about because clearly, yeah, the guys play baseball his whole right. life. Um, but that would be my pick. Okay. And then the other three are Eric Wedge, former like Mariners and Indians manager. Mm-hmm. If he gets picked, I that's just the lamest fucking hiring we can ever have. <laughs> Eric Wedge, please. Oh, <laughs> what a retread. Uh, the last two are Hensley Mullins and Chris Woodward. Chris Woodward, I would throw out immediately. I don't think that guy stands a chance in hell. Mm-hmm. He was a third base coach for the Dodgers. I think we brought him in. Because he comes from the Dave Roberts regime, okay. and that's somebody who we I think we wanted to model our manager off of, somebody younger um, and analytical-based. Right, and, and I he think might he, have some insight on how to steal a bag in ALCSs. I don't think Chris 3-0. Woodward does at all. Chris Woodward was like a fucking utility infielder. I just had to bring that up. Go to hell. <laughs> uh, I think the two who... I think there's three in the running, for real, and that's Rob Thompson... Aaron Boone, and Hensley Mullins. So who's your pick? <sighs> That's tough. I think I like the Hensley Mullins guy from all I've read. I think that is not probably the most popular pick, but I think it might be the right pick. He's been the Arizona, he's been the Giants hitting coach the last eight years, just got promoted to bench coach. He's from Curacao, speaks five languages, has coached D.D. Gregorius in the World Baseball Classic. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, has been under the tutelage of Bruce Bochy for the last however many years, won some World Series. I like his experience. I like his age. I like his <clears throat> being under Bochy, who absolutely favors analytics, but still, like, kind of gives you that um, kind of old-fashioned kind of manager feel. Right. Like, it just kind of feels like he's, like, spitting chaw and, like, smoking <laughs> cigars after the game. I like I like Bruce Bochy. So I, I, think, I think he'd be my pick. I think okay. he's an interesting guy. I'm going. I'm going Aaron Boone, and I won't. But, I won't be. I won't hate Aaron Boone right. if he's the pick. I think that's that's a cool pick too. Right. I my stance, and I've said this before in other pods, so I'll keep it short. But basically, like hiring a baseball manager, nothing like hiring a football coach. No, the impact they have in the game is minimal compared to that. Like it's it's yeah. really not. I don't think it's that big a deal. That's why you didn't hear me making a big deal about us hiring Gabe Kapler. The only thing was I was just sad it wasn't Chase Ellie. But like, I don't know. I, I just don't think it's that big a deal. So I always. I think that gaining the players' respect and having the locker room behind you is a big deal. Yeah. And I think that's why I kind of like former players doing it that played at that level. And, like, you walk in day one and it's like, hey, like, who's this schmuck? And it's like, oh, it's Aaron Boone who, yeah, like, hit the fucking walk-off to send us to the World Series in 2003, so fuck off whoever you are that's going to question him. Uh, so, I don't know. I That's where I land, um, but... End of the day, again, my stance is it's not that big a deal. Right. It's yeah, baseball. I think, so. I think if we – if I had to guess, I don't think Rob Thompson will get it. Yeah. Well, he's 54 thing, and he's been around for a while and ha- like has been a part of the Girardi regime. Right. I think if you're trying to clean house, he won't be it. But I think he's been such a great part of the organization that they gave him the interview. Yeah. And like he's paid his dues, so somewhere down the line, he, the guy wants to manage. So right. I think – he should be considered, but I don't think we'll. And the Yankees are all about sexy, so I, I, they're going to get somebody that's a household name, not a Rob Thomas. I mean, are any of these guys household names? Aaron Boone. I guess. I guess. I mean, he's never managed before. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Um, and then what's his face? Japanese Babe Ruth. Otani. Him, yeah. Shoei Otani. What a dick. He said. Uh, he I think said, he's really smart. He said he wanted to. They're like, oh, where do you want to visit? in the, the states and he's like i want to get my picture with the rocky balboa stat- statue and i'm thinking all right all right i see you and then they're like oh you know there's a team in philadelphia and he's like yeah i don't want to play there <laughs> like i said smart guy I we'll see him. i mean the the front runners are going to be the la teams like i think san francisco will have a shot at him i think the dodgers will definitely have a big shot at him the yankees will have a yeah. shot the rangers will have a shot because of their relationship with you darvish and things like that they have a good they have to have a good... Um, I think it's going to be your usual suspects. Yeah, probably. Like, go up and down the West Coast, and then sprinkle yourself out to the like the big market guys, like maybe the Yankees, like you said, maybe a Rangers team. Probably Boston. We'll Boston. Show some interest. always in it, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's way too early to call but we did race, learn. But we did learn he has to sign by December 22nd. So, oh, we will find out. I missed that, actually. That's we exciting. will find out within three weeks where he's going to play. Yeah. I don't expect a lot from a Philly, a Philly standpoint on the hot stove, but... We'll see. Yeah. Let's trade. For the love of God, can we trade Cesar Hernandez? Scott Kingery needs to be but, up opening day. But what about no Scott? We're moving Kingery yeah, to third. That's an inside joke. Kingery's going to third, man. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So how, how was the beer? Oh, beer was great. Um, I liked the White Rascal again. Did you? Uh, Avery Brewing Company White Rascal, delicious. Yeah. I like that a little more. Okay. But the peach cobbler from Flying Dog, right? Flying Dog. Yep, Flying Dog. Also delicious. Went down super smooth. Uh, I'm gonna give that a four point out. Very nice. Yeah. The White Rascal gets the same rating as I thought. They were both awesome. Yeah. Three point seven five. This is seriously one of our best pods, beer wise. I think so. Yeah. And I, you might see us in the future trade a little more beer. Right. That was depending. Yeah. yeah the, we we'll stumbled see. upon something great too. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But think that might happen again yeah because then you get two perspectives on yeah. the same beer what like we're giving our values or our, our, our viewers twice the beer review for what the more, same price what more could you ask for yeah all right so, and if you want to if you want to see more of my beer reviews oh, or where more, can they do that or some of my other opinions you can follow me on untapped or twitter at the same handle pizzki 41 and as i'm doing this alex is again looking up his fucking handles because he doesn't remember them <laughs> I know when the mic is muted and when it's not muted by now. Yes, we do have that down. Um, my Twitter is at awolf31, and uh, the beer one, untapped, untapped, 
It's going to be at Alex Wolf 31. Okay. That's always the confusion. Right. Big uh, confusion. But look, set all that aside. The most important one is at Microbrew Sports. Uh, we're about to get Robbie Anderson as a follower. Yes. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we're currently at 88 followers. And I've been bitching you guys the last couple pods. And usually after each pod, I get like one more follow, which is right. nice. Let's get to 100, man. Come on. I know. Triple digits, yeah. please. But hey, let's uh, let's go get another win here in Seattle and uh, have another good Sunday. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you guys next week. It's gonna be another tough one to fit in a pod, but we're gonna try and uh, set our lives aside and try and do another one. So we will catch you guys soon. Bye.